0: The following talk cast was recorded live for your audio pleasure.
1: Sci-fi Saturday night.
2: Exterminate. Computer status report. Don't blink. Don't even blink. Blink and you're dead. No! It's wrong! by Saturday night. Please hold for the doctor. Doctor, doctor, doctor,
3: doctor. The doctor will be right with you. With you.
0: What that sound means live from the 24 hour seafood buffet on the upper concourse of the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Area 51. Welcome to another edition of Sci Fi Saturday Night. I am the Dome joining tonight's talk cast from the Austin Brighton Hellmouth outside of Boston. Welcome, Criana.
1: Hiya, I have some special guests tonight.
0: Well, I wanted to start by saying tonight we're going to answer the musical question how many brown coats does it take to fill a Hellmouth?
1: Um, I think the magical number is nine, eight, nine, <laughs> something like that. There's lost nine? Sounds it's like 84. Like 84. <laughs> I, I know. That's why it only takes nine.
0: <laughs> and joining us at the Hellmouth with Criana is Mike Doherty, producer and director of Brown Church Redemption. Mike, nice to have you with us tonight. It's
4: actually glad to be here semi-person, in doll. <laughs>
0: And what would be even cooler is that you'll be totally in person tomorrow at Grand (gasps) State Comic Con in Manchester, New Hampshire.
1: So, Mike, since you you remember everyone's names, can you go around the room and introduce everyone? Okay.
4: Uh, So, in the room with us, we have uh, that guy to my right.
2: (laughs) Hi! (laughs) Guy to your right.
4: What's that? Great guy. Oh, yeah. Great guy. Great guy. You're going to love
2: him. I'm writing that down so I can remember his name (laughs) again.
4: Guy to write, got him. <laughs> That guy's name is uh, Mr. Andrew Lewis Marnick, who is our editor of Browncoats Redemption. He's edited the last two trailers, and the one that's going to be coming out next weekend at Phoenix Comic Con. Also in the room with us is uh, Miss Shelley Hackman, who happened to play mighty fine companion on the Rim World in uh, Browncoats Redemption, and then several other New England brown Coats that I just <laughs> met this evening. <laughs> Those parts will be played by lady in a floral shirt. <laughs> lady in a red shirt. Gentleman in a brown or blue t-shirt.
1: And brown or blue.
4: just left the room. Yeah. <laughs> Smartly, yeah, we, done. We Smartly done. Smartly done. The red
1: shirt is Jill. The floral shirt is Holly. Yes. Gentleman in a gray shirt, I did not catch your name. Jason. Jason. Andy. And and Andy in and, and the brown coat
4: shirt. We yeah, have Rich? And we All have Rich working the cameras. So, oh if you're, no, we're being uh, filmed New tonight England, too. Massachusetts area, you'll actually be able to see this podcast live—not live, but recorded. So, <laughs> it's really on Memorex. Um, <laughs>
5: at,
4: uh, sometime on a what's the comca- What's the channel? Uh, well, it's only. Uh, okay, five people in New England <laughs> will be able to see this.
5: If you go to uh, bostonfandom.org in about a month, we'll give.
4: So in a month, go to Bostonfandom.org, and once we put that up, we'll pr- put that on Browncoatsmovie.org. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm
4: kidding. We'll put Did it on No, uh, you're not.
2: That that's, that's the body? problem. Why am I wearing these pants? <laughs>
4: well, <laughs> why are you the only one wearing pants? <laughs> that's
1: already sure. in pants.
4: <laughs> I thought this awesome. was a chanceless episode.
0: Hey, before we, before we get too far into the uh, silliness here, also joining us from our kryptonite is Drew. I
1: love kryptonite.
0: I know, I know. And a special ghost host, ghost host. Ghost <laughs> host. Ghost host, guest host tonight, joining us from Salt Lake City, Utah, from the Brown Coach Redemption podcast, Casey, how are you, my friend?
2: I am good. Thank you for having me. This is uh, quite an honor, and uh, I, I'm enjoying meeting all of you folks.
0: Well, uh, you you may have caused to rethink that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I'll, I'll think about that and uh, get back to you. You know, closer to the end of the show.
0: Not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> also, uh, Kriana is is uh, Chris with us?
1: Um, Chris is still with us. Yes.
0: Hey, Woo! Chris. Uh, Chris, I'm here. From Double Midnight Comics from the Granite State Comic Con. The Head Honcho is on his way. To a, a sketch and, and slurp or a, a drink, drink and... Drink and draw. Drink and, <laughs> I like sketch and slurp. <laughs> that
1: sounds creepy, though. Like, you're sketchy and you're slurping. So, it's like, I guess sad. they go together,
0: but... Well, but wait a minute. Drink and draw doesn't sound sketch No, it doesn't. An Alcoholics okay. Anonymous meeting for sketch comedians. For sketchy ah, comic ah. artists. <laughs> yes. How so are you, Jason Chris? Jason
1: Casey's going to be there, right? <laughs> oh, the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> Will you let me, Jason? Uh, I
4: love you, Jason. You, <laughs> awkward moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys going to let Chris talk now? We
1: we're going to let like Chris no. talk, yeah.
0: Hey, everybody. <laughs> What's going on? Not much. How are things uh, setting up for tomorrow morning?
5: Uh, we should be good to go. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, our guests are arriving in town, and uh, like you said, we're on our way to our, uh, our drink and draw. Uh, we're going to do some art, and uh, it was- Get progressively worse as we, you know, have more drinks. So it should be a fun experience.
0: Less, we, we'll start off trying and things. just end up drinking as the night goes on. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Alrighty. So tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow morning, the fun begins at ten o'clock. Yep. yep. And You
5: get this 10? Yep. Runs uh, ten to four.
0: So. And it's at the uh, center of New hampshire Radisson, right in the center of Manchester, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm.
5: Also known as the center of the universe. But only tomorrow. <laughs> but only, yeah, only tomorrow.
0: <laughs> so what else is going to be happening besides us bringing a piece of a Brown Coats Redemption movie... That's never been seen before.
1: Except for us tonight, because we already watched it. You <laughs> <laughs>
0: <It's> guys <gonna> suck.
4: <laughs> yeah, no kidding, huh? Uh, Casey, you'll, well, you'll see something next weekend that nobody else will see.
2: Okay. That'll <laughs> make up. It's going to be
4: meeting. Uh, to about that later. <laughs> it's that kind of show. <laughs> so uh, Casey's going to be hanging with me and Heather, our captain, and a few other brown coats at the Phoenix Comic Con next weekend.
0: Yeah, I in, think the cool the thing, big time. I think the cool thing is, is you guys passed up going to Boston Comic Con to come up to Manchester. Yeah, we did. You guys
4: are more important. <laughs> we love you. We love you guys. <laughs> Cue the violin music. The and... yes. world's smallest
1: open source violin.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else is going on besides uh, the Browncoats movie?
5: Uh, well, we've got a, a bunch of guests, uh, comic guests that are coming up, and uh, you know it's uh, probably our biggest lineup that we've had uh, so far. We've got a, a bunch of artists that are going to be in Artist Alley. Uh, you know, new talent waiting to be discovered. Uh, we've got a bunch of dealers coming from all over New England that are going to be, uh, you know, selling their wares. Uh, we've got a couple panels, including the, uh, the Browncoats Redemption. We've got a zombie panel. Uh, Star Wars 501st documentary, they're, uh, they doc- they're documenting how they make their large props, so like their Jabba the their land feeder their Uh, do back. uh and then those skeptics came out as well, so.
0: Alrighty. And and we know cost- all their moves. Yes, we do. know <laughs> <laughs> all their moves. And it starts at 10 o'clock, it closes, doors close at 4 o'clock, $7 for adults, children under 10 get in for free. And young ladies, if you're wearing a spandex costume, did they get in for free too? Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what could be better? What could be better? Door.
5: <laughs> it will also be. Uh, uh... Go ahead, Chris. I was just going to say, it should be a really good time. So we're uh, expecting a good turnout. Well, listen, Chris,
0: we'll let you get to the drink and draw. Thanks for dr- dropping in for a second. Appreciate it. Tell Jason you good Thank you, guys. Tell Jason okay. uh,
1: we'll see him tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, just, I'm just looking through this artist Sally and we've got a lot of good friends of the podcast who are going to be there. Sarah Richard, mm, the Underburbs, Jason, <laughs> Scott, Ethan, Amberson, Nicole Hanshey MKT Productions. You got tons of people coming. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it should Callahan, be a great time.
1: Sir, Silver Circle Movie is going to be there. Jacob and Josh, Santa Cruz. It's going to be a good show. All
0: right, Chris, we'll let you get to the drink and draw. Have a great time tonight, buddy. Awesome. I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, take care.
4: Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: I think their booth may have just been next to 664.
4: Was it?
0: I can't remember.
4: Well, I I do know that uh, the crew at Silver Circle reached out to me, and I can't even say their name right. But um, we'll be talking to them definitely sometime tomorrow about Brown Coats and Silver Circle. Circle.
0: I want to say Silver
4: awesome. Surfer. We're going to a Silver Surfer. Yeah, game. I know it's difficult not to slip into that one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think they should just rebrand that entire thing.
0: I think they should. I think they should name him the Silver Circle, and it could be like a—I don't know—an IUD or something. I'm not sure anymore. Anyway,
1: <laughs> that's what she said.
0: Okay, but a bum bum. Can we say sharktopus? No, but what can we say? Mosquito. And- Time for a drink. <laughs> And on that note, also drank, I could tell. Absolutely. And on that note, we got a couple of things coming up in the world of sci fi this week. The world has asked for it, the world has finally gotten from Vivid Entertainment Batman Triple X. To the Batmobile. Let's go.
2: Atomic batteries to power.
0: Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I actually saw the trailer for that. It looks really good.
0: It actually looks like the old Batman series from the 70s. The
4: same costumes, high-dev shooting, and I just got a little happy in my fanboy pants. So... (laughs) And I kind of it. think that was the whole idea. <laughs> Definitely.
0: The scary thing is Ron Jeremy's in it.
4: Oh. Oh. Please, please
0: tell me he's paying, playing the penguin. <laughs> you know they didn't say, but it's got. It would be perfect if it was. Yeah. I it heard Jenna
1: Jameson's be gonna be a uh, Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, that, that's just way too much at this point. That, that would, um, yeah. This isn't a family show. No, it's okay.
4: <laughs>
0: well, it is in some ways, but not in others. Let's put it that
4: way. I would just like to say, hopefully they don't do this in the movie, but I'm really glad they did not go the opposite direction with a Batman and Robin TV show that they could have.
0: Oh, you mean the ambiguously gay
4: duo from Saturday Night Live? <laughs> that's less ambiguous, but more gay. Yes,
0: I know. I am so glad they didn't go that way with it. Yeah, <laughs> that would have that would have just been incredibly painful to watch for. Uh, I mean, give
4: a whole know. new definition to sliding down the bat pole. <laughs> oh, oh. There's always a sequel. There is. Oof. Oof. If there so is mean, a line, man.
0: I will cross it. Now, <laughs> well, thanks for playing the game. <laughs> The new Avengers movie is getting a lot of talk. It's getting a lot of uh, Whedon talk, but it's going to be shot in London. You know what? I'm okay with that. Uh, It kind of bothers me a little bit, but it's a matter of economics more than anything else. Here's the best cool thing. Ed Norton came out and said uh, Hulk is a possible yes for the movie.
4: Yep. He said he'd definitely come back, but he'd really like to see some of the fans uh, contacting Marvel to let them know. Yeah. I'm also,
1: uh, pretty scared from that Hulk movie with the uh, crazy dogs.
0: Oh, the Ang Lee movie.
1: Yeah, I've never watched the Hulk since, actually.
4: Oh, you got to check out the one with Ed Norton. It, you completely forget about the Ang Lee and the crazy steroid green dogs. I would love to, I can't. I'll tell you that An- movie. Andrew loves the Ang Lee one though. <laughs> But he also watches The Notebook and cries a lot, so...
1: <laughs> so he certainly has a vagina. He
4: owns sick. the special director's edition of My Left Foot.
1: Wait, can I say that on public access TV?
4: <laughs> we'll edit edited out for... I'll be back in a minute. And oops. oops. And now it's... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You a sponsor? I ain't getting any money from them. Heard, what
5: the
0: hell?
5: Maybe a tissue comes. <laughs> <laughs> go back to that notebook.
0: I don't know. I'm still, I'm still thinking. Someone of you know, Julia? he's worn out his, so his DVD copy of the, the piano. Do I
4: don't know, know. We could just go on and on.
0: <laughs> I hope he's
1: got a copy of Julia and Julia. <laughs>
4: <Jeez>. <laughs> hey, hey. Andrew brought that and he's hoping we'll watch it later. Leave him alone. (laughs) You vultures.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So the Easter eggs that are sitting in Iron Man 2, they're coming out like crazy.
4: Uh, Oh, yeah. Some of them were really blatant, though.
0: A couple of them were really blatant and a couple of them uh, were actually really good.
4: Yeah. Uh,
1: no what? spoilers.
4: It, Sorry, X. Yeah. You know what? He couldn't be bothered to get on the phone call, so let's do a spoiler. <laughs> no,
0: see X would if X was here tonight, X would every time we say anything would go. I haven't seen it yet. Don't say a word. Or but
1: let's even talk, if it was talk about Smallville. <laughs> I haven't seen
2: it yet.
4: Yeah. So let's send him um, Andrew's copy of the notebook and some Kleenex, <laughs> <laughs> and let's get on with the spoiler talk. Well, only, only if Andrew's copy of the notebook
0: has zombies in it, because <laughs> otherwise up. you won't watch it.
4: <laughs> it just does, like changing
1: it's the cover of the DVD. He'll buy into, thing, into it. it. It's just the same thing. Yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> so in Iron Man 2, there's some old crates of Howard Stark. Okay. And on one of the crates is a map of the North Pole. I'm sorry, of Antarctica.
1: That's at the other
0: end of the world. Which is like the North Pole. <laughs> Except the other side of Gotcha.
1: It's about as far from the North Pole as you can get,
0: actually. Unless you're at the South Pole, in which case it's right next door. <laughs> okay, so the there's a crate. <laughs> the crate has the map of Antarctica, which is where Captain America was frozen in ice during World War II.
1: Correct.
5: Woo. I got nothing. No, they, they let, just let that like spoiler out with the
0: shield.
4: Well, yeah.
5: The whole time when he was trying to hold up the... Uh, I,
4: I do the like they, what they did with the uh, the prototype of the Captain America shield. Exactly, yeah. Where um, Tony uses it to prop something up. He's like, oh, I was looking for that. Yeah, that was awesome. Because <laughs> that, that just sets up everything about the animosity between those characters. that's all in the books. So, I loved it. Now they said that Olivia Munn's part
0: was in the Avengers, she's supposed to be playing the wasp.
4: If she is, I will lose respect for that movie. I don't know because I she of... played a really good reporter in the last movie, but Yeah, she did.
1: Jenna Jameson was
4: All right enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got
4: distracted.
0: go walk a got to deliver. Thank
1: you just wanted to check if uh, Captain America was still frozen. Uh, is it uh, too hot in here?
5: So what are your thoughts on Chris Evans being Captain America?
4: I don't know. He's
0: I,
2: too
5: I... sexy. He's too little.
2: <laughs> he is little.
4: Well, when you put him next to uh, Robert Downey Jr., they're going to be about the same height, if not you know, bigger.
1: <laughs> if you oh, add Tom I'm Cruise, it's there. like munchkinland.
4: <laughs> I mean, I've, I've stood next to Chris Evans. I've got like an inch on him and probably 100 pounds. But, uh, yeah, he's not that small of a dude. But it's amazing what you could do with box crates and camera angles. And protein. <laughs> and protein.
1: Yeah. And a hammer. <laughs>
4: the hammer is mine. Penis.
1: No, exactly. I'm pretty sure you can't say that. That was a
5: fill in the line, yeah. No, wait
0: a minute. Wait a minute. Why? Why? Why did we go there?
1: Because of Dr. Horrible. Duh. These are not the hammers? Ah, <laughs> oh, I, oh, I see what you said there.
4: <laughs> okay, so uh, on with the spoiler conversation. Who liked the Thor part at the end of the movie? Um, I thought it was nice
0: foreshadow. You know, it's it's what they're doing now is that they're 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 just throwing bits and pieces out, saying, "By the way, here's what's coming next," which well, I thought was good.
4: Well, what's really good? Also, is They started that with the uh, Ed Norton. Hulk, because that was the first right. time you saw Iron Man. Mm. Right, and mm-hmm. I also thought it was kind of cool bringing
0: in Happy Hogan as the boxing coach. <laughs> yeah. Because for people who really know the comics, he was uh, uh, a boxer prior to being Tony's bodyguard in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. so, I mean, they, they were doing a lot of stuff through it, you know, just kind of homage all the way through
1: not that this is an arousing conversation, but let's move on. Annie Hootie and the Blowfish.
0: <laughs> so what would you like to talk about? Sci-Fi Channel's latest idea?
1: Oh, well, it looks like a porno, so yeah.
0: Yeah. I hope
1: there's raves and magical powers. <laughs>
0: no, changing. Would have to be this, I have that.
1: powers because I went to the rave. That's where uh, I get all my
4: magical powers. All, right. uh, uh, all right, hold on. I I gotta get Casey's feedback on this. Casey, your thoughts
2: on which on the uh, the super eruption? <laughs> or are, we, are we going back to the uh...
4: that that was that was in my <laughs> pants? But yes, the super eruption at the rave.
2: <laughs> uh, um, actually, this is uh, uh, just now. Uh, uh, coming up. I'm not as familiar with this as I would like to be.
0: That's okay. So I'm, there's a few I'm,
2: of us I'm reading now. Give me the what is the the, the short of what's going on here?
0: The with, short uh, is that they what is this? come up. You know, they've come up with every single bad idea in the world. Uh huh. And now they've got another one.
2: Okay, so we're talking about a super volcano erupting Sup- in Yellowstone.
0: Right. That essentially what takes out Wyoming. I have no idea.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this is like a hundred miles from my house now, and I, it's—I it's, don't—I think it's kind of dumb. But
0: could it be any stupider than Sharktopus? <laughs> yes, yeah, cool. you know. I, I think Ice Spike
2: is probably Break. my favorite. And then, uh, what's the other one that they're they're promoting now? Is it's the uh, the worms of? Uh, oh gosh, I I forget what it is now. But yeah, I mean, they've got some.
4: The <laughs> not the human centipede. No, no. Oh, no. that's a movie that's coming out that I probably will refuse to see. But that's nice, right. isn't it? Yeah, you it, know, it, that's that makes me want to go eat dinner.
0: Actually, we were invited by a guy who does a horror podcast.
5: Yeah, no, we're
1: not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm.
0: No, we are going to talk about this. <laughs> no, we're totally going to talk about this. We were invited to to go on uh, as, as guests to this guy who does this podcast live. Sunday nights at midnight.
1: It's not a podcast. It's
0: an actual radio show like radio it used to talk. be. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, number one, I actually do have a real life. <laughs> and Sunday <laughs> nights what? at midnight... Hey, Lier. careful. Careful. Sunday nights at midnight, I'm not going to be sitting in <phone rings> radio station somewhere talking about Splice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think someone's kind of misled there because if you have a radio show and they have your show on at midnight on Sunday. They're pretty much <laughs> letting yeah. you know yeah. that, this, that that's the last available time slot. I mean, <laughs> that's it.
4: They're like, we like you just enough to screw with you.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
4: because nobody
2: is listening. I mean, you've got, you, you might have four people,
4: maybe.
0: And it's a, a bad night, night. that's, that's us. us. But that's all the way story. We had so-
1: six people already. <laughs> That's a new record.
0: So so he invites us out He says we can go see He sends us an email With the word You as in the letter "u." wanna Letter C Splice And we're all like what It was like a
1: teenager
0: texting and he was like back. texting over an email And Unfortunately he sent it to X Who is our resident Luddite <laughs> and it took him about an hour to decipher it <laughs> and then when he realized what he was being invited to, he wrote back are you out of your mind? I mean, have you, have, have you seen what this movie looks like? Have, have you seen any of the screen caps?
1: If you this, see, you know, the preview, you've pretty much seen the movie.
4: And, and it's I mean, Probably
1: the worst
4: acting. Hold on, ever hold on. Are we are we still talking Human Centipede? or Are we talking Splice? Splice. Splice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I. Uh, why are we going to talk about Splice? <laughs> that is <laughs> that is way more marketing, even on yeah, this yeah, episode, yeah. than that movie needs. So yeah, yeah, good Shatner. Point. We actually have a question in on Twitter. Oh. Uh oh. Oh. Go for it. From uh, the Alberta Coats asking. Yeah. If yeah. Asking if, if you could relive one moment repeatedly over the course of the project, Browncoats Redemption, what would it be, um, Andrew? Put the Kleenex down.
0: <laughs>
4: you're, gonna make him, you're gonna make him stop watching it on his laptop. Uh, yeah, that is so it, wrong. He's... Leave Rachel McAdams alone <laughs> in the notebook for a minute, and uh, it's gonna be tough. The, the Alberta Browncoats want to know if you could relive one moment of Browncoats Redemption over and over again, like Groundhog Day. What would it be?
5: I'd say it'd probably have to be building the backdrop for Sunny Roads.
4: was oh, pretty okay. awesome.
5: That was a lot of fun.
4: Cool. So, all right, go back to the notebook, Shelley. Okay. Yes. If, if you could relive one moment, and you're gonna to have to come closer, here If you could come closer, one moment, my dear, we'll be gentle. <laughs> yeah. if you could relive one moment so... of the movie over again. What would it be?
3: It would probably be you would would be capturing the horses that cut loose? No? that was cool <laughs> no um i gotta say the backdrop for watching sunny roads was monumental i mean it was uh, but we all lived under the threat of death
5: if <laughs> and, um
3: that and um I'm like here. <laughs> there, there was a very if you're if you're a long time brown coat and you're on one of the very first boards there was a very big piece of that that's going to be in the movie, and I think that making that piece was um, pretty big for me, and I can't, I don't want to give that spoiler away, but you know what I'm talking
0: about.
4: Yeah, definitely. So um, we've got two stories to tell. Is one, the, the escaping of the horse story, which is yeah. uh, Frontier Town in Ocean City, Maryland, technically Berlin, Maryland, let us use their location for four weekends in the month of April prior to opening, so we could film the RimWorld Planets pretty much the end of the movie there. And um, the one weekend we showed up, the horses, the male horses on the property got out and were roaming wild all over the park. So our Heather Fagan, who plays our captain, has dealt with horses before, and she became the horse whisperer, walking around with a bucket (laughs) of oats, just shaking it. And donuts, leading the horses away, as we all just watched in awe of these probably 12 horses following her like she was carrying the secret of life.
5: She was.
4: She had donuts. She had (laughs) (laughs) had had green.
3: Some of us had donuts.
4: So so Sonny Rhodes, who sang the theme song of Firefly, makes a cameo in the movie. We got to fulfill a bucket list of his, which was uh, being in a movie and delivering a line. Very cool. Very cool. He's in the movie, and he's been very kind, and he plays 12 minutes of blues music for us that is going to play in the background music. Uh, you know, So you could have Sonny Rhodes playing in a Firefly-inspired you know, inspired thing. So me being completely stressed out, being the, the writer-director and everything else that's falling on my shoulders in a crowded room of, what, of 100 people?
5: Yeah.
4: I, I threaten, under penalty of death, the first person to make a sound, I will kill. And I'm probably saying that a lot nicer than I did on the day. Yeah. And... <laughs> So we got 12 minutes of pure silence during Sonny Rhodes is playing. The minute he stops playing, you hear a collective suck in of air. <laughs> so that, um, I'd, I'd have to say that the greatest moment for me was like first day of filming and seeing the brown coats coming from California, Massachusetts, New England, all over the United States just to show up for something that they only found out about on Facebook or on the Internet and seeing their reaction to realizing we have a fully realized Main Street set in a Western theme park, in a saloon, and this was not just, you know, Planet Nine on Earth that was. <laughs> By the way, if you're on the Wired.com, uh, we got a mention on Wired.com. It was really great. We're on the homepage currently. If you have a negative comment, to say please leave your email because I'll be posting later and you can certainly contact me. And we'll take that off air. But, um... My, I, there's not one day that I'd want to live over and over again. I just want to live the past year and a half over. So,
3: so can I say think Absolutely. about that? Absolutely. Go ahead. So, the, so we are, we're in there, and we have to make a lot of the stuff Was we did it ourselves. You know, the actors and the crew, we were all making the, the backdrops and everything. And so Mike and, and someone else says to me, well, we need you to do this one piece of backdrop, and here's the dimensions of it and the whatever, and... I'm looking at them, and I'm like, okay. So then then I look up, that top part of the gallery, there's a ton of people, and I look up, and I holler up, I need two engineers! (laughs) They were like... And and fortunately, we had a bunch of engineers, and we were able to get that backdrop
4: piece made. We had three mechanical engineers, two electrical engineers, and an actual virologist
3: (laughs) helping out with us. Nice. We like so. were making a
2: horror movie and
4: we didn't need the viral. But she, she has attested that she could probably figure out what the uh, actual Pax gas was and let us know so we could have that sequel. <laughs> you,
1: know, you know, they just Very engineered cool. bacteria from nothing? That's like the coolest science fact ever. They engineered a completely synthetic bacterial genome, stuck it in the shell of a cell, and, and now it's alive. And
0: it's been replicating.
1: Yep. Fully functional. Oh, Snapple juice. Right? Is that yeah. not the coolest thing you have ever heard?
0: Well, it's, it's the coolest and at the same point one of the scariest things because, the you know, it opens up uh, an interesting little Pandora's box of science uh, that you never know what's going to happen. I mean, it, you know, from, from, a, from a science fiction mirroring science kind of deal, if you look at, and let's take the Browncoats universe, if you look at the reavers. Do we the have reavers? To? Yeah, we do. Okay. Because the reavers are a direct result of genetic
4: implementation.
1: Not really. It seems more chemical to me.
4: I, you know what? I'm a little upset because. We can create bacteria out of nothing, but the Jetsons have still lied to us, and we don't have a flying car. <laughs> <laughs> no, we
0: absolutely don't have a flying car, and I've been pissed off about that for a long time. Screw,
4: Screw flying talking cars! Dogs. I want a teleporter.
5: I want a
1: teleporter. <laughs> teleport. Screw the flying cars. I want a TARDIS. <laughs> I know. I don't know
4: if good. Just keep the flies out of the
1: room. No, they can transfer quantum states up to ten miles.
4: Wow. went to sci-fi fact Saturday night <laughs> <laughs> yeah unfortunately when you're dealing with people right who also have a background in science <laughs> it kind of happens
1: sci-fi fact today
0: hey listen we're halfway through the show which means it's time for trivia
1: holy crap is <laughs> it that time Okay, go for it. And
0: in order to answer the trivia question tonight, you need to be logged into our website, sci We are about to post the trivia question on the website. If you are logged in and a member of it, and you can answer this question, what will they win tonight, Kriana?
1: They can win a brown coat's redemption movie poster and a copy of Still Flying, which is crazy and incredible, and it's an awesome book. Mike, do you want to give a better description than that? Because that wasn't very descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think
4: Crazy Awesome is, is, is close enough for government. If you are War.
1: in the presence of this book, you will be in
4: awe. So I I got, um, because Brown Redemption has a massively huge write-up in a Firefly companion book, I uh, got a copy of Still Flying, the companion that's coming out on the 25th, which you can still get and pre-order on Amazon.com. I haven't worked out the affiliate link yet. So anyway, it's got so much content that you probably could just sit there for a lot longer than any of the other previous ones and go through it. There's photos from behind the scenes. There's stories about Nathan Fillion. There's uh, new um, fiction by the original writers of the TV show. The photos alone will just keep you busy for at least a day. It is awesome. The question tonight is who is being rumored in the
0: Whedon version of the New Avengers mm-hmm. to have been offered the part of Hank Pym, Ant-Man.
1: And modeling our trivia prizes tonight are Mike and Andrew.
0: So you'll see their picture right up on the screen right now on our website.
1: Right now.
0: <laughs> right now, as we speak.
1: Literally right this second.
0: Literally this moment. It's Mike and Andrew. I am so
4: glad you chose that picture.
1: Not <laughs> even figuratively. Really. We, se- we have several more incriminating ones to post later. I'm not crying in that picture, right? <laughs> There's no money there
4: Our hands. Is that, that hands, what
1: they're
3: calling it
4: these days? Our hands are in the appropriate places, too. <laughs>
3: nice.
4: For a change, I'm very proud of both of you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <Surprising>. <laughs>
4: so uh, we we also have another question coming in um, from, and I'm going to butcher this. It's on Twitter. It is uh, Newman Dan. I'm really sorry. You can yell at me. I'm. By the way, guys, I'm handling the Browncoats Movie Twitter right now. So if you want to interact, we're doing this live. The question awesome. is, except I'm sorry, expect the crew to battle this one out. Which character has the best backstory in Browncoat's Redemption? Uh, you're gonna have to watch the movie to find out because if I give that away, then you have no reason to purchase a DVD. So you're gonna have to wait. Oh which, you know, brings up a really, really interesting question. Go for it. Timeline.
0: How soon is the DVD gonna be available? Okay. What's it gonna cost? How many do we need to sell? And where the hell can we get them?
4: Alright, so first question. Um, Purple Monkey I'm kidding Um, The movie's (laughs) going to be available September 4th online Hopefully starting around midnight Eastern Standard Time Because we're going to do a nice global premiere on September 3rd Where everybody around the world will be able to watch it at 9pm Eastern Standard Time The beauty of that is that uh, people in California, it'll be 6 People in England, it'll be Saturday morning People in Australia, it'll be Sunday morning So it'll be a decent hour for everybody to get on The shop.browncoatsmovie.com is where you'll be able to, to make your donation of $20 to get a copy of it. And if you happen to be attending a Can't Stop the Serenity event beginning from June till August 1st, you'll get a little bit of extra content to um, find out information about ordering it.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> and I get a woo-hoo from the Browncoats.
4: Got a woohoo. This is going to be awesome
1: tomorrow.
0: Just hey, listen, uh, one of the things that we'd really like to do bullshit.
4: is uh, be able to link... <laughs> just, oh, hold on, hold on. just saying. The dome is speaking. No, no, go ahead. Not a lot. Oh, the last thing I didn't answer is how many we need to sell, which is we need to move 32,000 units, which is 32,000 DVDs, from September 4th, 2010 to September 4th, 2009... Which will raise...
2: Eleven.
4: 11. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you have a
2: time machine, that's totally possible. <laughs>
4: by the way, this moment sponsored by alcohol. <laughs> Best part of waking up. September... Well, if we could do bacteria out of nothing, I can certainly solve DVDs then. <laughs> um, September 4th, 2010 to September 4th, 2011. And um, if we can do that in a year, we've raised half a million dollars for charity which is $90,000 $90, for each charity, uh, roundabout. Uh, those charities being Equality Now, Kids Need to Read, Dyslexia Foundation, Al Wooten Jr. Heritage Foundation, and the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation. It's a lot of foundations, but they're all good causes. And those were chosen because they were either created or supported by the cast and crew of Firefly. Not only if we make that goal in one year, but we will also begin work on the sequel immediately of hitting that 32,000-unit number. Okay,
0: Mike, one of the things that we'd like to do uh, at sci Saturday Night is uh, have a hard link to that so that uh, our listeners can actually uh, purchase directly.
4: I will make sure that we give that link a blue pill around September 4th. (laughs) Awesome. But uh, as soon as we go live with that link, you guys will get it. And we will even supply a special... um, SNDN 2010 product code for you guys to make sure you can tell directly where people are coming from. Ooh.
3: Woohoo!
4: I'm liking that. December
3: is not too early to be thinking about holiday shopping, so
4: don't even. No, it Buy them for your friends and
3: family.
4: And by the way, we will be doing this on Region Zero DVDs. So whether you are in England, Australia, New Zealand, Narnia, or <laughs> <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts, or East Narnia. East Narnia, East Narnia.
5: We're we We're on the west at. side
4: of Narnia. That's where the bad people are. <laughs> but um, but you'll be able to, to watch Bronco's Redemption*. And the other cool thing that we'll start announcing towards the beginning of August is we have a couple artists that are well known in the verse and without of the verse that are doing limited edition covers of the DVD with a lithograph, and we're doing limited runs of those to raise a bit more money.
0: Very nice <laughs> stuff. Very nice All stuff, good. my
4: friend. Very nice. It's
0: Thank cool you. Stuff. So, let's talk about the recreation of the Browncoats universe.
4: What did you take from the verse? What did you change? We changed absolutely nothing. Um, What we did is we moved the storyline forward three months from where um, Mal hits the button and sends out the signal, which if you read the novelization, which is writer... I don't know if anybody's read it, there's a novelization of the movie that has dialogue between the operative and Mal at the end when they're on the ship and Mal's like, I'll shoot you if I see you again. Um, And that dialogue is supposed to take place three months later as they've repaired the ship and everybody's healthy and yada, yada, yada. And the operative says, do you know what you've done? You've caused rioting. There's a call for a reboot of parliament. People are starting civil war, yada, yada. And Mal's just like, eh, whatever. And then he says, if I ever see you again, I'll shoot you myself. Uh, And that's not in the movie, but it's in the novelization. So we took that and went, okay, what would this world be like for somebody on the other side of the verse that is just getting into the type of career path that Serenity was on? Um, Which is, you know, having to take jobs that are a little bit illegal. And that's where we went. And then we kind of looked at... uh, I looked at the Firefly Companions, the Serenity Companion, the Serenity RPG. I read the comic books. I think I made my wife Firefly sick by watching two or three episodes a day, every day for six months, with and without the commentaries. I I mean, I did my homework on this like I was writing a college thesis paper. So to make sure that uh, we stay true to the verse, we stay true to the language, and stay true to the story. And this is done in such a way that if Joss wants to come back to Firefly, we have not changed anything in the verse for him so he can ignore it or embrace it as much or as little as he wants.
0: Okay, Mark, now here's the real... The real question. And this is a question that kinda just burrows down into the core. Why?
2: What nope. are you wearing
1: right now?
0: <laughs> well <it's... laughs>
1: Or what are you not wearing right
0: now? <laughs> now, see, see, that you know what? That's why we don't have the video on.
4: And I'm good with that. But I don't what? know, I'm getting kinda used to having the three cameras on me at I one know,
0: time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little
1: bit strange. I'm pretending they're when, not when all you look strange. back
4: at the
0: past year the past year of your life that you've essentially lived this project. Why? Why not?
1: Because it's there.
5: (laughs) I
0: mean, seriously, you know, I mean, we're bombarded daily. (laughs) Yeah. With, you know, daily life. And, you know, the past year has been a a difficult year for the world. (laughs) And here you are, with everything else that's going on in the world, saying, "I want to do this." Okay. What was it? What was it? What?
1: What? What kind of question is
5: that? That's no, like it's a good question. It's, question. it's a
4: great frigging question. Shut the hell up, Chris. <laughs> um, I'm going to need a minute with Andrew's Kleenex. Um...
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> is that what yeah, the kids yeah. are calling it well, now? Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so why? Um, <laughs> I would honestly have to say, why the hell not? I mean you just pointed out there's a bunch of negativity going on. The economy's in the shitter. People have little to no hope in their government. People are hungry now more than I've ever seen for Firefly and Serenity. I mean, we've got Pat and Oswald writing a comic book and we're finally getting the Shepherd's Book Tale to come out in graphic novel form. I it's just I personally got really pissed off that the other two attempts of Firefly fan films just could not make it happen, and I'm just that stubborn enough of an asshole to say if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Well, it's not so much that they couldn't make it happen. It was a half-assed attempt. Well, I I haven't seen their products yet at the end result, to be able to say that for sure, but I can say that they did not do the level of project planning we did to make sure this is coming to fruition. I mean, Andrew can tell you, I, I will happily stay up with him from the minute I walk in the door from work. So um, I get the stink eye from my wife, Kelly, that I need to get off the internet and pay attention to her for the evening. But if I don't get that, I'll stay on as long as I need to, seven days a week to make it happen. I mean, when you really personally invest yourself in something, whether it's charity, this film, a podcast, your work, it, it just, there's nothing else in your life that makes sense. And this happens to be it for me. Okay. Did that answer your question? <laughs>
1: He's scribbling. Should I send
4: you before.
0: some Kleenex? <laughs> no, no. See, because I'm good. Because see, here, here's what makes this work. Now, I've seen bits and pieces of the film. I've seen bits and pieces of you interacting and the actors interacting, and and uh, people working behind the scenes and all the rest of it. And the one thing, yeah, there's the planning. Yeah, there's the determination. There's a passion, though. There's a passion that everybody, literally every t- every person that I've seen in every one of these clips, has this little you know tiger, tiger burning bright inside them. Is and that
1: what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs>
0: that's one of the things they're calling it these days. Yes, and of course, if you knew who Jack London was, it'd be a whole other story.
1: I know who Jack London is. <laughs> it doesn't stop me from making fun of
0: you. <laughs> It's okay but what I, what I admire most about what you guys have done right now is the amount of passion that you put into it, it it's it's the real essence that's going to make this completely different from anything else that's happened in fan films I mean you've as much had people from the original Serenity the original Firefly say to you you need to stop calling this fan film. And we have a couple of them appearing in the movie. And for them to be able to say
4: things like that to you should mean a lot. It does, and I'm holding back the tears. No, I'm, I'm serious. Do you need sorry. a tissue? I need a tissue. <laughs> Andrew, I'm suck.
3: here.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go in the other room and cuddle with Andrew for a minute some <laughs> I'm a spooner. But, no, I mean, it does. It really means a lot, but to, to be all fair and honest, I, I don't think the uh, magnitude of, of the way people describe this to me will really take effect until September 4th, when there's nothing else to work on except for selling the DVDs.
0: No, but you see, you, you, you're already beyond that, because you know two things. Number one, sales of these DVDs is going to go exactly the way you planned it because of everything that's gone on. And you, you're already planning the second one.
4: Well, the, the second one is actually more being planned by the cast and crew than it is me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been told under no uh, uncertain terms that there will be another one. And the only way that I've gotten any kind of leeway from these guys is to say, we need to finish what we started first. So I'm getting them to kind of agree with... If we can do the 32,000 units and if we can do it in a year, which makes them more passionate to want to help move, move that along, we'll get started on the sequel. And for, to be quite honest, two years later, people to still want to be involved in what some people on Wired.com call a little fan film and be willing to drive from New Jersey, Massachusetts, all over to do it all over again. I'm not expecting this to be Scorsese's first piece that I know it's going to have some issues. It's the first time at the gate. But bottom line, you're absolutely right. There, there's a passion here that I would really like to see Hollywood tap into, and if they're not going to, I will.
1: Damn right.
4: No. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry, <laughs> the uh, Chinese. Yeah, okay, food is okay,
1: now everyone drink.
4: Was it Mansquito? Why nobody What's said Mansquito? Oh, now we get up. All right, now that we've had that code of moment. Wait, Kodak can you moment, show
1: alcohol on public
4: access <laughs> TV. That's why we do not. show <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: okay, we're not. You mean Cran grape juice? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly.
4: This is exactly. my son, blueberry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Kool-Aid juice.
0: No, nobody's drinking the Kool-Aid tonight, kids. We're good with that. So Mike, sir. I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. And I'm watching the uh, the latest clip that's that's on the front page of the website.
4: But the question is: Are you listening to Casey on the podcast on iTunes? Oh yeah, absolutely. As much as you're listening to our
0: podcast as well. <laughs> but um, so wait, what's um, what
1: that podcast called again?
0: That is the Brown Coast. Brown Coast Redemption Podcast. Absolutely.
1: So so search for it on iTunes, everyone. Brown Coast Redemption Podcast. If you haven't been listening to it, what the hell is wrong with you?
0: And if you're in the New England area and you got nothing to do Sunday, or even if you got something to do Sunday, That'd be tomorrow. Andrew
4: needs yep. some cuddling.
1: <laughs> and and t- are t- we t- all t- ready for that?
4: <laughs> Puffs plus lotion,
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow night at th- tomorrow afternoon at Granite State Comic Con at twelve thirty, the premier event is going to be a five minute clip.
1: Yeah, it's
4: about five minutes. It's
1: about five minutes. It's super uh-huh. cool. You guys should see it tomorrow. Ah, tomorrow. Super cool, and you should see us tomorrow. We will.
4: Not only will you see a clip, for those people that haven't seen the latest trailer, I'm sure we can get that shown up there.
1: Totally.
4: We'll have uh, me and Andrew on hand to talk about the movie. Uh, Captain Chris Lark, who plays what? one of the brown coats in the movie, will get a nice little spot to talk about it.
1: I'll be Kleenex free. <laughs> <Okay>. Since 03.
0: <laughs>
4: uh, Sticky Pants 1. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be awesome. And I, I really in, invite anybody that's listening to ask questions, because tomorrow only really works with Q&A.
1: It's going to be
0: a good time. We've, we've got a 90-minute panel set up for you guys. It gets wow. getting bigger and bigger. I like <laughs> I this. I
1: thought it was only an hour
4: and
0: uh you know it'll be at a perfect time and we're gonna all be there and i can't wait so anyhow i'm i'm looking at that that clip that you've got on the front page of the website and i'm looking at these special effects you know the, the 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 redemption ship in space and and you know quite frankly you can see any amount of cheesy special effects done with an Amiga computer on the web anywhere. And you can even see good ones. You can even see passably good ones. It's very rare that you see something as as clean and as crisp and as uh, freaking amazing as those were.
1: As fanboying as Dome is, I mean, what?
4: Shut up. <laughs> well, I got to give credit to uh, Michael Strzok at NeoFX. They, they're donating a lot of time. Uh, they're donating effects. They're, they're doing everything for us. And what's really exciting is this is not just somebody doing CGI in a CGI element and building it all. Um, if you saw the first trailer, you could actually see that we're going to be incorporating the ship into real world environments, much like they did on Firefly. So. We're kind of taking this up a little, more than a few notches from what your normal fan film would
2: be. Yeah, the special effects, I, I talked to uh, Michael Strzok uh, not too long ago, and he says that uh, the, the process of rendering the ship is, is kind of an ongoing thing, and so what you get initially for the director to see is like uh, 10% quality. And I think what we're looking at in the uh, trailer that is on the web right now is that I think about 25, 30% quality. Yep. Wow. And and then, and so, and we're not even to the, you know, the full uh, uh, film quality uh, version of these elements yet. And so right now what we're looking at is just kind of the stand-in stuff until all of that detail is there and they are all, you know, 100% uh, photorealistic at, uh, you know, at, at any distance.
0: And I mean, the, the amazing thing, the amazing thing about this whole project is it's like out-of-pocket.
4: Yep. My wife will let you know that at every opportunity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just kind of like, you know, this podcast is pretty, pretty much an out-of-pocket expense as well. But, and, you know, we, we well, understand it's
1: expensive than a movie, probably.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a little bit... A little bit more, and I understand that. So
4: yeah, but, um,
0: it's very, uh, you know, it's all part of it, it. It rolls back to that whole passion aspect of it. So, whole, uh, we,
1: ha- we have a trivia winner. It's our number one fan.
0: No way.
1: Yep, yep. He said Nathan Fillion. That's that's correct, as far as I I know. So you
4: yeah, know, was, I was, I'm really surprised nobody put Eliza Dushku
0: <laughs> Ooh. Wow Wow
4: Okay that's funnier than you even know No I know just how funny it is Oh okay fine
0: <laughs> Oh, oh you Okay. <laughs> so Hood 1707 You are the big winner We will be sending stuff out to you <laughs> Uh, I don't know. In the next day or so.
4: All the people watching this on cable television has seen assault and battery charges and almost two spit takes. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I can imagine. But
1: have, but have they seen Mansquito? Mansquito. <laughs>
4: so we have six minutes left. <laughs> We have,
0: we have, yeah, and we've got a couple of things we actually do have to take care of in that six minutes. Uh So let's take care of some business. <clears throat> Next week on Sci-Fi Saturday okay, night. I have
1: the coming up calendar. You do. Yes, X sent me the coming up calendar to to read in his stead. Because
0: he knew I was going to screw it up, didn't
1: he? Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So on May 29th, we have our Fritz Lieber special. Tribute Show, featuring special guest Harlan Ellison.
4: What? <laughs> Ooh. Are you singing yes. with the
1: Harlan? Snazzy. <laughs> <laughs> On June 5th, we have producer and director George O'Connor of 664, The Neighbor of the Beast. On June 12th, we have artist Jackie Musto of Silver Circle Films. Did and you say Musco? <laughs> no, I, I
0: say silver circle.
1: I did say silver circle. Yes,
0: they actually said silver surfer, but that's okay. Did I really? <laughs> no, I did.
1: Okay. Um, and on June nineteenth, we have artist and fan favorite Frankie B. Washington, who returns to talk about zombies versus cheerleaders. Which, hello, awesome. <laughs> Sounds sexy. <clears throat> Don't forget, you can meet the Sci-Fi Saturday Night crew in person on May 23rd, which is tomorrow, at the Grand Estate Comic Con. Check out the guest list at dmcomics.com. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of the Boston Comic Con and Comic Art House, your one and only source for original comic artwork. Visit Bob and Kim at comicarthouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Yeah, he sent me the whole thing. Wow.
0: What is that? <laughs> I'm
1: really impressed. Now I and guilt. I read it like I know what I was doing, huh?
4: And now, now I have like a little bit of guilt for uh, going all over Spoiler on <laughs> no, You know? No, I don't. No, I don't. Don't have guilt. I have no guilt.
1: Don't I have no okay. guilt
4: or shame. Tact. I'm just learning. So, but that's okay because next week you can uh, tap into us
0: and listen to Harlan Ellison. Excellent. Which we're looking really looking forward to. Uh, Two weeks ago, we had uh, Spider Robinson on. That was
1: emotional.
0: Yeah, it was, it was a I great hour and sure a half. That
1: one. Okay, Here. seriously. But, um, you know, he was fantastic.
0: He was absolutely fantastic. He was absolutely fantastic. And you guys have been great, too. You know, your brown coats have been remarkably restrained through the entire event. Yeah. You- <laughs> <laughs> and there
1: it goes. And there <laughs> it goes. Now, we've before. lost them.
0: Perfect. And, you know, yeah, I want to take. So, thank, uh, so
1: we, have, we have another announcement. Come
0: on, go ahead. Something.
4: So, ah. go ahead. We'll take you where we can get you, babe. Oh,
0: you.
4: Just enunciate and speak loud.
3: Okay. So, the Boston uh, New England Browncoats are going to be hosting their Can't Stop the Serenity event at the Coolidge Corner Theater in Brookline. It's a two-part um, e- uh, event. We're going to have it Friday and Saturday nights on June 18th and 19th. They're at midnight. Uh, this year is really special because Friday night we get to host uh, Dr. Horrible as a shadow cast. So you can, and the Tersact players will be um, doing their their shadow cast for us on Friday evening.
4: Now, for those of us that don't know, what is a shadow cast?
3: Shadowcast is where the where there are actors down in front of the screen, uh, acting out the uh, the movie. A
4: la Rocky Horror. Yeah, and
3: Rocky Horror, Horror. exactly. Um, so if you've ever seen that done before, it's it's really really fun. They've been uh, I think we're one of the first in the nation to actually be doing this. So cool um, and. And licensing just came through so that all the Can't Stop the Serenities can can show Doctor Horrible. And then Saturday night. Well, you the, forgot
0: commentary, the
3: musical. Yes. That's the premiere of yeah.
5: The
3: yeah, it's the premiere. So and then they'll be doing first we'll be showing Doctor Horrible and then they'll be showing the musical commentary following right yeah. afterwards. Saturday night is uh, Serenity, and that's also at midnight. Now, this is a charity event, so the monies raised go into the global pot of, uh, for Equality Now, which is Joss Whedon's charity of choice. This is our fifth anniversary. The other thing that, if you're coming to the Boston event, what you want to do is you want to bring a non perishable food item. That means you can't bring bread or something like that, but you want to bring a canned good or something. That puts you in our raffle. We always have prizes to give away. Um, Boston has always been the only screening around the globe that gets, um, prop items from the movie that we actually give away as one of our grand prizes. And this year, I believe we have Weaver Weapons from the movie. Mm -hmm. Let me, the, the admission for the, uh, for the night, for each night is $15 in advance, $20 a day of the show, and there's a special two-night combo ticket, and will be available for $25 in advance only. And t- you're
4: also going to get to see 12 Minutes of what? Bronco's Redemption. All
3: right. <laughs> All right. So tickets are available now at the Coolidge Corner Theater box office or online at uh, coolidge.org.
5: Um, Even if you can't make it.
3: That's right.
4: It's a, Grab a ticket. That's
3: right. Send a friend or just donate it. or you know, It's a good cause.
4: Also, uh, Baltimore will be holding its second annual Can't Stop the Serenity event on June 26th at mm-hmm. 9 p.m., which is also the writer and director of Browncoach Redemption's birthday. But we want to... <laughs> the, the cool thing is, is every single CSTS location, whether it's an affiliate location, a full screening or whatever, will be getting a full, cop, or a full 12 minutes of Browncoach Redemption in its rough cut form. Seven locations that entered the uh, Can't Stop the Serenity Essay Contest will get the full rough cut of the movie, those being Charlotte, North Carolina, Lawrence, Kansas, Lebanon, Tennessee, Alberta, Canada... Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, Portland, Oregon, Vancouver, British Columbia, and Birmingham, United Kingdom. Very so cool. You're going to have to keep your eyes and ears open over the next couple of months to see their reaction to the film. Yay. And learn all of that and more at canstoptheserenity.com.
0: And if you're in Manchester, New Hampshire, come see us tomorrow night at Granite State Comic Con <laughs> from 10 in <laughs> the morning until the 4 in the afternoon.
4: It's during the day. Please
0: show up during, tomorrow night. Well, you can come at night, but we won't be there. I mean this is very simple. In any case, thank you for listening to tonight's edition of Sci Fi Saturday night from the Below Ground Grotto in Man Cave semi private gaming hall at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. We in yeah. Area to 51. Place. That's awesome. So
1: he moved. So we're at the All <laughs> Tonight Brighton home now. Exactly.
0: I know we are. Our special guest tonight has been Mike Doherty, producer director of Grand Coach Redemption. And from the Ground Coach Redemption podcast, Casey Schultz. Thank you guys thank you so, much, so much, so much. For joining us tonight. Yay. Thank you guys. Uh, from the Austin Brighton Hellmouth outside of Boston, Brianna, thank you for all you do.
1: You're welcome and say bye to all the brown coats. Bye. Bye. bye brown and coats. Hi. From
0: her crypt tonight, oh, Drew, thank okay. you very much for joining us.
1: Let me just clarify it's my crypt tonight. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. This is Dome saying, Jean, shared pain this lessons, shared joy is increase, Thus did we all refute entropy. Good night, everyone.